0: Welcome to this festive edition of the Dementia Podcast. Today it's actually an appeal on behalf of Hammond Cares Foundation, their Christmas appeal. I'm so glad to support this on the Dementia Podcast. Because to be honest, the Dementia Centre has benefited greatly from the donations that have allowed us to do research, innovate, learn and share knowledge. So we're very thankful to all the donors that support Hammond Cares Foundation. To have this conversation, I'm going to be joined by the head of Hammond Cares Foundation and that's Claire McCarthy. So you're going to have two Irish voices because she's from the lovely county of Cork. And together, we're going to explore a little bit about the appeal and focus on the Foundation. In addition to finding out about the Foundation, you'll also hear about some of what we've learned through the Foundation and also some tips about how to support people with dementia at Christmas. Hello, Claire. Welcome to the Dementia Podcast.
1: Thank you, Colin. It's lovely to be here.
0: Now, we are in the season of Christmas. So before we start to talk about your important work, tell me what Christmas means to you.
1: Oh, Colum, um Christmas to me will always be uh, home in Cork. Uh, it's twinkling lights. It's picking holly out in the countryside. It's going to mass on um, Christmas morning. Um, but this year is a very sad Christmas for us because my dad died of pancreatic cancer on the 23rd of December last year. So um, sadly, I was in Australia and um, I had to tune in via Zoom for his funeral, which was less than ideal. Mm. Um, So it's going to be a poignant Christmas and uh, I will be in Australia for Christmas this year and taking myself and my husband down to the South Coast just to put my feet into the sand yeah. and connect with nature and, and have a different Christmas.
0: Well, we'll be thinking of Thank you during you. that time. Thank you. Now, Claire, tell our listeners, what is the Hammond Care Foundation?
1: At the very core, the Hammond Care Foundation exists and has been in existence for 10 years to raise funds through philanthropy and fundraising that will enhance programs across Hammond Care. So where government funding stops, stops, foundation steps in and it's thanks to our very generous donor community that we can continue to enhance programs and care across Hammond Care.
0: Well Claire you know that obviously in my role research is a very important part of our work um, so tell me about that in relation to the five pillars of the foundation.
1: Yeah so we have five focus areas for funding um, across the Hammond Care Foundation and one of them is research. So we fund important research projects that will improve quality of life for people living with dementia. Now we have a focus on innovative environmental design, assistive technology, enhancing social interaction and reviewing models of care to ensure consistent assessment and provision of appropriate interventions. Now two projects that really took my my area of interest and Colm, I'll be leaning on you to to expand on them. Terminal agitation. Mm-hmm. And of course the advanced project. Now the advanced project supports frontline staff to help them initiate conversations about advanced care planning. But you really can expand that's that's my area of knowledge uh, to the to the end but Can you step in and tell us what terminal agitation is?
0: Well, terminal agitation is a term that we've started to use more and more to call out some of the great complexities that can occur when somebody's actually palliative with dementia. And one of the things is an agitation that relates to symptoms that the person's getting in those last few months or last few weeks of life. And so what we've realized is that Bringing together our differentiators of palliative and dementia care to improve the pathway and assessment is something that is key because we've developed knowledge and skills in this area through our work in complex dementia. But Mm -hmm. we probably haven't developed the maturity of information, skills and tools that actually help everybody who's working and supporting people with dementia when they are palliative to address those particularly those terminal agitation behaviors. So, for example, most people, when they think about somebody being palliative, will think about somebody being in a bed and being um, relatively needing all assistance, where somebody with dementia who might pass away in the next few weeks might actually be still standing up, pushing people away uh, and not fitting the typical criteria that Mm. we all expect. Um, But yet when we talk to our very skilled staff, they know exactly what's going on. So what we want to do is really develop a maturity of knowledge and and pathway there and share that.
1: So Hammond Care is really well placed with implementing research, data and findings into our care.
0: Absolutely. For example, we've been working with 93 of our clients who've been identified as Mm. having this um, and researching, what were we seeing? What are the consistent cues and patterns that we would want to call out? Mm-hmm. Some are very simple, Claire, and, and that's what the beauty of having that differentiator in palliative care as well is the conversation that our normal palliative care specialists mm-hmm. have around, would you be surprised if this person passed away in the next six months? Asking that question out loud suddenly creates a pause. And of course, uh, in, in, in cancer care in that, It's a familiar conversation, but in dementia care, because dementia can often be a 10 year journey for Mm. everybody, not just the family, we might not be picking up on the important cues that are about the person being in that palliative phase. Mm. So it's all of those things.
1: And of course, Colin, we know from the findings of the Royal Commission into Aged Care, the importance of palliative care across all streams of aged care and and the advanced project again as I was saying like that that's something that really sticks with me because I think for for those in our care particularly for frontline staff the importance of being able to initiate a conversation that is delicate it's not an easy one to start Um, and it's beautiful to see Hammond Care being able to use resources through fundraising and philanthropy to make things like this happen but we can only do it thanks to our donor community.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I know another area that's a real passion for you is um, that, uh, and COVID's brought that even mm. more to the fore, is um, isolation mm. and the importance of engagement. And I think that's something you are particularly passionate about in the foundation.
1: We are, Colm, and and for in particular, I think everybody can now uh, understand and empathize with isolation because, As us being Irish, we know what it has been like not to be able to just get on a plane and go home. Mm -hmm. Um, So when at the foundation we were considering our Christmas appeal, this was the area that came up for all of us because we went, now we know what it's like. Can you imagine being in care and having something as simple as an outing into your community taken from you. Mm-mm. So what we decided in the team was we uh, went across the business, uh, identified with the residential care managers and the, uh, the head of uh, the uh, residential care. What are the areas that need funding? And they said, definitely having a bus available that when, there's an opportunity to go out and reconnect with the community that is going to make a huge difference. So we are raising, hopefully, $250,000. That means that we can purchase purpose-built buses to take residents out into the community. And I just want to share with you that we are in regular contact with the residential care managers and it was really heartening to hear feedback because we can only do what we do based on knowledge Mm. is key. Um, So one of the residential care managers said they took some of the residents recently when the lockdown um, restrictions lifted, they took them on a trip to the beach. One gentleman was sitting on a bench overlooking the beach and he said, I haven't seen this for so long. I thought all of this was gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that just, that gives me goosebumps because I think, I think of me going back to Ireland and and thinking, God, you know, what's it going to be like to reconnect? for that man that was only one person there are so many who have been denied it so our Christmas campaign has kicked off Mm -hmm. we're asking people to get on board help us to buy those buses
0: How do we do that? We
1: can go online Uh, if you go onto the Hammond Care website and it will take you straight to our donation page and we would invite all our listeners um, to join our donor community who keep us keep us going Um, but just to make that connection possible for our residents Mm -hmm. and also for those who are providing the care because they get as much joy it's not just an outing like it is that connection to the community another another uh, resident said i just want to be able to go and buy my own stuff yeah i don't want to be relying on somebody else so it is that independence and it is so much about connection yeah which i think we all can empathize with now
0: absolutely and actually when you started talking about how you were going to look after yourself this christmas mm. and you were talking about mm. the sand i've mm. often mm. thought about that is uh particularly because obviously we're talking to you from Australia and beaches are a very important mm. part of life here. Um, when's the last time that person's felt sand between their toes? So mm-hmm. I was just thinking about that mm-hmm. gentleman and mm-hmm. all those little things mm-hmm. that help them connect. Yeah. So
1: and engagement doesn't have to be a big thing. Engagement can be that simple thing. And I'm probably repeating stories that you've told me, but if it's folding clothes, if it is helping to make dinner if it is this simple act of human touch sitting with somebody and holding their hand mm. that's engagement and I you know I don't think we can over complicate it about saying well you know what's in a bus trip yeah it can simply being taken out of the the home that you're being cared in and taken out for a trip yeah. passing the school that you might have been in as a child or, or going to the shop
0: And really, it's the opportunity for relationship based care, which we're so passionate about, how do we create those moments and those opportunities, Mm. which is why, as you know, you talked about shop service was so excited with the work we're doing to develop our shops, uh, to create greater engagement opportunities for everybody.
1: That's right, Colma, I had the fortune during or between the two lockdowns to visit Hammond Care Caulfield Village in Victoria. And to see that village, I mean, when we talk, we go way back to when we talk about, you know, it takes a village to raise Mm -hmm. a child, but it also takes a village to care for somebody who is living with dementia or living in aged care. And when I visited Caulfield Village and walked into the shop, see the hairdresser, you think, yeah, you know, I could live here. This this is this is really lovely because there's that sense of community. What I felt at Caulfield was it, it was like. You were wrapped in a very safe pair of hands. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about caring for people who are aged, frail, living with dementia, don't you want to see your loved one in that environment?
0: So, Claire, the foundation again, just to remind us uh, on the Hammond Care Website, website.
1: Mm-hmm. yes. Um, you can go to our donate page and there's also beautiful stories there and images that capture exactly what the, the bus trips uh, mean. Now, we are all there's other ways of giving back throughout Hammond Care. And for our listeners who have time um, for volunteering, we cannot overestimate the importance of volunteers and what they mean across all areas of Hammond Care. Now, what we have over 600 volunteers and we really rely on them Mm -mm. for for being the touch points that we can't always get into. You often find that people will open up to volunteers in a way that they may not necessarily open up to somebody who's on staff. Yeah. Um, The We have a very, very uh, highly skilled team of volunteers, and I love how volunteers are considered like staff. And it's about matching skill sets across the business. And we work in the foundation very closely with the volunteers and we're delighted to have access to them. Now, there's also the opportunity to community fundraise. Uh, So anybody who's up for a challenge, we love a challenge. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or even just for a birthday, if you would like to give donations to the Hammond Care Foundation. Um, I want to share, Colm, a lovely story of a young man who notified us that he was going to run a marathon. Thank God he wasn't asking us to run with him. (laughs) And um, he was running a marathon in memory of his beloved granddad who died in uh, Hammond care. um, And he was so appreciative um, of the care that his darling granddad I had he ran a marathon for wow. us so you know we, we look at aged care but it's the the connections that come off of that and when you're looking at the young people who are so grateful to see their grandparents our great aunts and uncles in our care it's just heartening we get at the foundation we get the best stories Um, And there's also the opportunity, of course, for those who it's just not possible financially to leave um, a donation whilst they're alive. Mm -hmm. There's always the opportunity to leave a gift in your will. And we talk about that from a legacy piece. It's it's the opportunity to leave a legacy. So we have plenty of opportunities to give.
0: Well, Clara, we're. Thankful for you and the team because you make a lot possible across Hammond Care. So we're very thankful to the foundation team for all the ideas you are, um, A sponge uh, of uh, (laughs) wanting to know all Mm. the things that you can do Mm. to make change happen for the people we serve. So we're very thankful for
1: that. Thank you, Colma. And I really want to give a huge shout out of gratitude, endless gratitude to our donor community because we can't do what we do without our donor community. And I talk about you are the ones that keep the heart in Hammond Care um but colin i i'd like to talk to you for a second oh. i have a, a question for you um with your expertise and with christmas approaching do you have some tips on how we can support and connect with a person with dementia at this time what should we be mindful of coming up to christmas and during the christmas holidays
0: oh gosh now there's loads there claire um I guess one of the things I'd say is that we know that dementia, well, firstly, we know that people are living longer, and that yeah. is a great thing. There are more people living longer, healthier lives. But with that comes the reality that the primary cause of death in women, for example, is dementia. Mm. Um, So dementia does affect a lot of women. And I, when I think about that, one of my tips would be, uh, the generation who have dementia now will have been the matriarchs running the show in their home. So when I think Im- immediately about tips, I think, how is that person going to feel if all of that's taken away from them and everybody's doing for them? So the first thing I would say is, um, where is that person going to sit? If they're not able to do everything um You don't want them sitting with their back at the dinner table to everything coming in behind them. Mm -hmm. And equally in the living room, Um, if everything's happening behind them, noise and all of that can actually wind all of us up. It's a very busy time, lots of people arriving. So giving that person a a key position and a great seat that they can see what's going on. Even better if you can think, what of the preparation they could be involved in. Why can't they be doing, uh, I think for those who do the uh, the cuts at the, on the bottom of the Brussels sprouts, you know, mm. that person, it, it's a relatively straightforward task. So that would be one thing is mm-hmm. make sure that person's engaged and able to see what's going on. And secondly, make sure that others are pacing uh, what's happening. So if you open, suddenly everybody's opening their presence at once. It can be a cacophony of sound and activity. So maybe we say, why don't we do three gift seats or whatever and just pace it so mm. that person's part of the journey. The other thing is we've got to think about their care who probably is supporting them 24 mm. uh, seven, 365 days of the year. So um, it might be an opportunity that you, you go for a walk with the person with dementia so that the care has some time. The last thing I've certainly found is useful is to think about what room in the house will be set aside for retreat, Hmm. because if all of it is just a little bit too much, where is the place that the person can maybe go and have a nap? Um, and in advance of the person coming, if it isn't the home, they stay in, we might want to make sure just to to ensure because sometimes there can be accidents and that, that there's a change of clothes and all of that already prepared. Just like I always say, Think about how much prep we put into the person who's going to have a baby to have that by, get the door that you grab so you can just get out the door. At the core of it, um, one of the brilliant things about uh, this time of year, even with sad things that we're reflecting on, like loss, as you've touched mm. on, is to reminisce. Because Christmas brings us together mm. to share stories. The photo albums can come out. And we know that because people are more reliant on their long-term memory, there are fantastic conversations that photo albums can be the part of. So we don't necessarily uh, need to always say, look, actually, that person has passed away. We can go, oh, didn't uh, Dad work on this? Mm. And uh, and get the photographs out. And suddenly the conversation's still about remembering them and remembering all of the great times. And, of course, your music. Choices are all part of that as well.
1: And Column, I I think for for so many, it's going to be a different Christmas because we have been, I think there's four months that we have been in isolation Mm -hmm. and and removed from each other. Um, I, from the foundation perspective, um, want to again thank our donor community. And for those who are reconnecting, those who are living with loss for the first Christmas, we acknowledge everybody it's going to be a very different christmas but we hope it's going to be very safe and blessed one and that we will be able to reconnect on a level like maybe never before
0: well that's a perfect way to end our podcast in the christmas appeal claire
1: thank, thank you. you
0: thank you so much for joining us and thank you very much for listening and i hope that if you can support the foundation that you're able to do so have a very merry christmas thank you Thank you again, Claire, for joining us. And I echo that lovely message about the season ahead. Also, if you are interested in getting involved, www.hammond.com.au forward slash donate forward slash get on board. And of course, we welcome your thoughts and ideas as we are planning our 2022 schedule of podcasts. So as always, your feedback is welcome by emailing us at hello. At DementiaCenter.com. Bye for now.